we struggle with transformation and with change because we're trying to do it in our own strength. I'm not just talking about healing, provision, all that type of stuff. I'm talking about anger. I'm talking about sorrow, guilt, shame, condemnation. So God gave me an exercise for you guys to practice for the next week. And I did it this week, and it was really interesting. But take some time. Now, it sounds cliche, but the way that it happened with me is I jumped in the car, I was headed home, and I just felt impressed. Don't turn the radio on. Just have it quiet and see how you feel. And so driving home, you know, I, I was left with nothing but my own emotions, my own thoughts, where I was, where, where I was living. So I want you to do that this week. Take some time, whether it be in your a car is a great place to do it. Turn the radio off. Don't pray. I mean, you know what I mean. Don't start jabbering off in tongues to fill the silence. <laughs> Sit there and drive silently and see how you feel. See what comes up. Honestly, that's why we take a lot of times in this place to, to, to allow silence, to allow stillness, to allow those reflective moments, those meditative moments, because it gives time for your heart to serve up to you intellectually what it feels deep down. All the stuff that we don't give ourselves time to experience, we stuff it down there because we don't want to deal with it. Well, it's time to deal with your stuff because you can transform. You can make changes as inspired by the Spirit of God and you look around your life and I'm telling you, if you will take the time, I'm not just talking about sitting in your car without the radio on and then something magic's going to happen. That's, that's, a, that's an intentional moment for you to connect with what's going on inside of you. Why am I feeling this way? Some of you will sit in that silence, and, and some of you can't fall asleep in silence. Got to have the TV going, because of where your mind's going to go. Now, I'm not asking you to identify yourself, but if you do that, man, you're robbing yourself of the opportunity to connect with God. 30 minutes before you fall asleep and 30 minutes after you wake up, your brain is in what's called the alpha state, where it's in more of a subconscious, it's a slower pattern of frequency so that you're more connected to your feelings in your heart than your brain is kicked in and you're intellectually trying to figure stuff out how you're going to get through your day. You know, think about it. When you wake up, how do you feel? Some of you, do you wake up, do you feel energetic? Do you feel like, man, I can, I can do this today? Or do you wake up and it's like you feel that sense of doom and, and you tell yourself, let me go drink some coffee and jumpstart myself here and then I'll coast on through. Some of you might need to avoid that cup of coffee until you've had that time to really connect with what's going on. How do I feel? What am I dealing with? What's going on with me? See, because it's, it's kind of like, like ideas for an entrepreneur. They're, if they're just stuck in there, you've got to get them out. You've got to get them out and write them on paper. You've got to get them out where you can see them so that you, you, you can form it up into something and take a step with it. If it's just an idea in your head, you're never going to do anything with it. You've got to put it out there so you can put some meat on those bones and give it to somebody else and, and work with it. So it is with your emotions and your feelings. If you, don't take your, if you don't give yourself time to let that stuff rise up 
you never even know what you're dealing with. I, I mean, I'm telling you, this, this, I dare to call this a secret or a key or whatever you want to call it. But if you make it a discipline to take silent time and really daily to, to just be present in the moment and feel whatever feelings come up and then replace those with the truth of God, you will experience transformation. I'm telling you, there are times when we wake up, we, we, we overload ourselves with information so that we aren't struggling with, you know, going nuts. <laughs> or, or that sin that so easily jumps on us right away, or maybe for you it's toward the end of the day or whenever that thing happens, whatever it is for you, whether it be worry or just reacting in anger or a physical obvious thing. That, that this, that's an actual action, whatever that is. If you take time to when you're not facing a struggle, when you're in a safe place like driving in your car, you can have some silence and you start developing the discipline of connecting with what's going on inside of you so that you can feel it and process it and let it go and bring the truth of God into your heart and mind that replaces that emotion. So let's say you wake up and you start feeling fear. Well, you stand on the scripture. God didn't give me the spirit of fear. He gave me a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. Maybe you wake up and you start worrying about money. You know, just like we talked about last week, he says, look at the grass in the field. Look at the flowers. Look at the birds. They're not worrying about where their provision comes from. Are you not more valuable to me than they are? You're worrying about money. You got debt. Let yourself feel that. You know, we shut that stuff out. And if you shut it out, if you don't process it to the degree that you replace it with the truth of God, you're going to continue to repeat those cycles. You got to deal with your stuff. Say, I'm going to deal with my stuff. Man, I'm telling you, this was, this was the thing that God really impressed on my heart because I've experienced transformation like this. I mean, heavy stuff that's like people deal with for their entire lives and, and get counseling over and try to, try to suppress rather than actually dealing with it and transforming. So that temptation is not even, it, it, it has no power in you. I mean, I, I want you to get this picture that the things that you are pushing down and not dealing with are the very things that are stopping you from experiencing God's best. Not because God is withholding it, not because you're in sin and you're disqualified, but because your heart is overcharged with that stuff and it becomes hardened and it can't let God flow in this world through your heart. Everything that comes from God is by grace through faith. And your faith, your wind, your sails may be compelled right now by worry. What may be motivating you and getting you out of bed in the morning, the wind that pushes you might be fear, might be anger, might be jealousy because you've got to get a bigger car than your brother. You know, whatever it is. I mean, honestly, ask yourself, what is motivating me? Is it the grace of God? Is it the Spirit of God and, and a desire for life and experience righteousness, peace, and joy? Or is it all this lack that I feel like I have? It's time to deal with your stuff. Because <laughs> it is not serving you well.
It is killing you. It is limiting you. And it starts with just letting yourself feel it. And as you face it, you watch what happens. Stuff will just fall off. Your choices become different. Who you want to be around becomes different. Even, even what you do in your off time becomes different. You know, the things that are, that are just naturally rise up. You know, sometimes it's difficult. It's like hard to choose the things of God. But as you deal with this stuff and you replace those limiting beliefs, you replace all that junk that's in your heart that you're not letting yourself feel right now with the truth of who God is, transformation will happen. You can't make it happen. And I always bring it back to this, the parable of the sower principle. It's like a farmer that casts seed in the ground. He doesn't know how it happens, but he goes to sleep and he wakes up and it produces after its own kind. You don't have to convince God to give you anything. You don't have to transport out of this place into his kingdom and then bring things back into this dimension. You don't have to get God to reveal to you what you're doing to stop it from happening. You just have to get your heart open. Get your heart to a place where you actually think that what God has promised you is true. One way to do that is deal with your stuff. Not somebody else's stuff. Your stuff. Well, yeah, but if they would do this, then I could do this. No, I'm not going to play that game. You're mature people. And it's time. Do, do you feel that? I mean, really? What has been holding you back forever, for your entire life? What has been holding you back? You already know. You just maybe not know how to deal with it. But just let yourself feel it. You know, there's a Chinese proverb that says, you have to be a thing before you cannot be that thing. You have to let that fear run its course. I, I just want to sit in this for a minute because I really want us to get this. I, I remember when I was going through my process of being born again and walking out of oppression, demonic oppression and hearing voices and all that stuff. And I came to a place where this stuff was starting to make sense to me. And I realized I shouldn't have fear. This fear is just something that's remnant of this old lie that I was hanging on to. So I would actually just let myself feel the fear to the degree that it would pass. It wouldn't take long and it would pass. It just would go away. What is it that you're pushing away that you're not letting yourself feel? Because that's the thing, that's the area of your heart that's hard toward God and not letting Him actually work in that area. The areas that you're suppressing are the areas that you think you've got to fix it in your own strength. The areas that you're fearful and worryful about, is that a word, worryful? <laughs> Worrisome? Worrisome. Those are the areas you're in your own strength trying to fix it yourself. Those are the very areas you've got to serve up to God and let Him heal your heart. Let Him breathe new life into you so that that stuff just doesn't even bother you anymore. I mean, you get all the way down to the point where you're not even afraid of death anymore. And as it says in the Word, once you have no fear of death, man, I don't care what happens. I don't care how bad this hurts, how long it's been hurting, what the doctors say. Even if I die, so what? I'm going to heaven. I mean, honestly, 
If that's the attitude, then nothing can hold you down in this earth. When you have that attitude, man, you're going to experience life. You just will. If you're not afraid of death, the only thing left is to have life. And give yourself permission to let stuff come up this week, just those emotions come up, and then find a truth in the Word of God and meditate on that to the degree that you feel that rather than whatever that icky thing is that comes up.